everyone, and welcome back to Awful Neutral. As you can tell, your normal Dungeon Master is not here. Dungeon Master, anybody is here on screen, ready to introduce his character in a second. It is me, Joe Camacho. I will be your Candle Master, as today we are playing the game Ten Candles. It is a horror game uh, where pretty much everyone dies. So, Wow, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, meant to deal with your own mortality, uh, create your own epitaph. Are you going to be someone who rises to the occasion and fights to the last breath? You or couldn't are you pick a better to... group to test your mortality. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes in, I quit. <laughs> I don't or... want to survive through the apocalypse. <laughs> Or are you going to wither away and die like these fine young gentlemen have just stated? Uh, with that, let us introduce our cast. Uh, and if you guys want to introduce your characters and let us know your vices and your virtues. And I'll, expl I'll explain those as we get into the rules of the game. So, Damien Mercado, go ahead and introduce your character, please. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Aspen Miller. I'm a slim dad, and uh, but I'm obviously one who works out. Uh, I'm a Dallas slim native. Dad. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Dallas native, around 45. I have very dark hair that is clearly dyed, and uh, olive, uh, artificially tanned skin. I strive to look 35 years or younger. My family is William. Uh, it's my husband. He's a tech millionaire who married a trophy husband, and we moved back to his hometown five years ago. Uh, and my our daughter is Chartreuse. She is 16. And uh, is that her name or her appearance? She is Chartreuse. <laughs> uh, uh, we used, answer the question. <laughs> we, used a, we used a surrogate, uh, and uh, clearly my sperm won in the insemination because she has all of my striking, sharp features, uh, not my husband Steve Wozniak like features. The Woz. Um, uh, my um, my job is I live off of my daughter's plus size modeling career, and I'm a very poor personal trainer. <laughs> uh, my uh, virtue that best describes me is that I'm very proud of of Chartreuse. She is an incredibly talented. Where I'm I'm the best. If if there was an award for best stage mom or dad, it'd go to this guy right here because I take her to all of her recitals and everything. Um. So she gives, uh, uh, my vice is that, uh, I cheat on my husband nonstop. Cause when you keep it this tight, you gotta, you, you gotta share the love. Um, I'm also a terrible narcissistic parent, but that's, I don't understand those words. I just flip out when my, when chartreuse tells me that. And, um, and on uh, just the, just the vice and virtues. Okay. Uh, do you, do, uh, yeah. Your virtue is that you're overly caring or. How are you? Uh, uh, my virtue is that I, I genuinely care. Um, is uh, if, if it's in the uh, if it's something that makes me look good, like for example, like if, if I'm a personal trainer and I help somebody lose some weight, I'm like, yeah, I help that person. I'm I'm practically a doctor. That gives me. I'm, I'm caring about there, there need to be some benefits to you. I'm sure you can use that in this game very easily. I'm great cardio. That's a virtue, right? <laughs> Sure. Tone dad. <laughs> uh, with that, we'll get into our next character, Clint Bysher. Yeah, we, could do, we could do a whole episode of just character introductions. Mm -hmm. That would be so fucking entertaining. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, hello there. I'm, uh, I'm Chet Blanquette. Uh, I've got my, my husband, uh, Lothario. 
and I've got my 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 wife uh, Blanche, and I've got my uh, little my little son, uh, what a rascal he is, my my little uh, Kevon. Uh, he's just sprouting up so tall. He's like a weed there. Uh, and then of course we've got uh, our, our wonderful little kitten man's uh, Mr. Panda Man. He's uh boy, isn't he a, a scraggly little guy? He, he just just warms your heart when you get to boop him on the nose. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, I love that little Mr. Panda. Well, want to scratch his belly all the time, but he uh, he scratches me up and down pretty good if I do that. So we can't really get in there. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it's me. Oh, I um I'm a stay at home dad, but I uh I work for the the Historical Preservation Society. So. Uh, yeah, my uh, my Blanche, she makes all the money at the Pizza Hovel, and uh, of course, and then um, and then uh, Lothario, he's just uh, well, he goes about. Uh, he doesn't really say what he does, but he comes home with money sometimes. So uh, he he's a he's so handsome. Anyways, uh, it's me in a nutshell. Uh, oh, let me out. <laughs> the nutshell. Anyway, uh, it's off to you. What's up? What's how, how are we doing? What is Chet Blanket's virtue? Oh, virtue! Everything's gonna be fine, you know. Uh, it's uh, it's I'm laid back, I'm a laid back kind of guy, and you can't really ruffle my feathers too much. I'm a pretty even keel guy. Got it all and, under control. And what is his vice? Uh, my vice is uh, I'm laid back. He's sleeping um, with Damien's character. That's his vice. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to my personal training services, Clint. He's getting personally trained. I'm uh, I'm laid back, so I never think anything's a problem. And uh, I've been at uh, I had to be ushered out of a burning building before. I I see it falling. I'm like, oh, I think I think we can save this. It's uh, my historical preservation is just like, no, no, look, uh, that beam's still good. I'm distracted by everything. I think it's everything's fine, but uh, yeah, I almost got hit by a burning beam just standing there. So it's a bit of a vice. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with positivity as your virtue and laid back as your vice. <laughs> okay. Uh, and just just so we have some kind of context, uh, how did Chet Blanket come to have a husband and a wife? It's um, it's one of those. Uh, it's in name. It's just, uh, it's like, a, it's a really open relationship. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. no actual marriage, uh, at all. So. so it's blanched more of like a beard for you that, uh, you can fit in with society. You know, it's, it's hard to tell. It's actually, uh, our son, Kevin looks a lot like Lothario and Blanche and, uh, um, you're thruppling. Well, I'll I'll go so far as to say I don't think uh, I don't think Mr. Chet is doing much of anything. Fair, fair. Okay, okay, everything's fine. He's really laid, he's really laid back. I got it. I got it. We just found out he's a yeah. stalker, not even involved with that other couple. <laughs> <laughs> Blanche just I came stay in there, Eddie, and said, "We're in an open marriage." <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> That's fine. With that, we'll get to our next character, Dave. Dave Callens. Go ahead and introduce your character. Well, howdy, neighbor. My name is Fred Nandlers. I am the town taxidermist 
And I also host the weekly poker night. Hope there's no cheating. My, uh, I live here in uh, whatever town we live in, I forget, uh, with my wife Estelle and my son Fred Jr. We're Lanesboro. very friendly and neighborly. What is it called? Lanesboro. 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 Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. So my, my, uh, my virtue is that I'm courageous to the point of uh, placing myself in harm's way in order to save a friend if something were to happen. Uh, my vice is I'm a kleptomaniac. I what will about steal your character, anything. Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's it for me. Very good. With that, Nandlers. we'll get to... I love that. <laughs> Michael Fred Castleberry. Nandlers. Go ahead and introduce your character. Hey, what the fuck's up? So, uh, my name's Bill Williams. Of course. Of course. You, can't, you can't fucking help yourself. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm, uh, oh, dude, I'm, I'm Bill Williams. I'm manager of a uh, Hot Topic. Uh, well, manager slash franchise owner and a road stri- roadside strip mall. Uh, about 40 years old. You can generally see me uh, wearing an old band t-shirt. Uh, you know... My my sick ponytail that I haven't changed since like 1993. Um, so my you know my 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 family is my wife Betty. She's a homemaker, stay-at-home mom. My son Bill Jr. We call him Billy Boy. He's about 10 years old. Uh, he's a chip off the old block. Uh, you know uh, I don't fucking let him listen to anything that came out after like 1997. So uh, he's not very popular with any kids at school because he doesn't know. Uh, really, all he listens to is uh, really old Iron Maiden CDs, and uh, he's not allowed to listen to anything else. It's kind of you know, like when they have them Christian families where they like they don't let you listen to secular music and they got to listen to the fake music. Um, it's just all Maiden all the fucking time in this house. So uh, yeah, he's fucking cool as shit though. Um, I like that we all make characters, and Mike made his dream life. (laughs) (laughs) As, uh, well, you know. (laughs) So my uh, my virtue is I'm incredibly loyal um, to Iron Maiden. Uh, (laughs) 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 And and also my family and uh, hot topic. And uh, my vice is I'm uh, also kind of a chicken shit. Uh, So. I I do not do well in uh you know fisticuffs. So uh I prefer not to get hit. You know, I don't even honestly I lie about it. I've I've never been in a pit and uh people don't know that cuz it's scared. I'm going to now I'm like I I don't want to like tear my Achilles or something, you know what I mean? So Uh and I have one question about your hot topic. Uh it is located in town or out of town? Oh, it's kind of like on the outskirts of town because, you know, it's I'm trying to get all the the tourists that come in. <laughs> all right. So it'll be on Have like the main the entry. Hot road. Topic? It's a real it's a real barn burner. That place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, all right. It's so hard at the historical society to stop that hot topic from being in the city limits. That's as far away as we could get it. Though. No, the hot topic is historical in this town. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was originally built in 1867. That's <laughs> uh, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the real hot topic at the time was uh post-Civil War reconstruction. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of 
We we sold nothing but uh, General Sherman uh, T-shirts. <laughs> hey, Francis Scott Damien, what, Key T-shirt? Fuck yeah. Uh, Damien, what's your character's name? I got to write this shit down. Aspen Miller. Miller. Oh, that's a good idea. Can, can, can we do that again? Everybody. <laughs> All intros again. Ready? One, two. No, I know. I, I just didn't write it down. But I, know, <laughs> I know about Fred Nandler's. <laughs> Is that is that right, Bill Williams? Yes. Okay. And you can't forget Chet Chet Blancate. That's an easy one. All right. Well, yeah. um, you guys can change it on the side, uh, on the, so we all can read it uh, in Discord in the channel. Uh, while yeah, right. While we proceed. Great. Uh, oh, Mike, right. just because this is, has to deal with your hope, we're going to establish the location of the hot topic. Uh, mm -hmm. There's no outlet malls in this small town, uh, but we're going to put you. On the northwest corner of town, near next to a brewery, that's where your hot topics at. It's off of uh, Beacon Street. Okay. All right. Very well, and we'll get to our last character, which is Jesse Egan. Go ahead and introduce your character. Well, hey there, hi there, who there? Uh, the name's Francis <laughs> Fodrington. They call me Chip or Chip Fudge or White Chocolate Chip. Um, <laughs> I'm a brawny dad. I'm burly, a big. Uh, Big bearded fella. I got silver hair like Steve Martin. Um, that happened when I was about nine. Kind of weird. I uh, <laughs> a little about me. I wear all clothes made out of flannel. Uh, I fashion that myself. Everything: pants, socks, shoes, top to bottom flannel. Sometimes I do get mistaken for Santa, and that can peeve me. Mm. Um, my family is uh, my wife Fanny, thirty-four. Frankie, nine, he's my son, and my daughter's Felicity. So that's, she's 12, Felicity Fudgerton. My, uh, <laughs> my profesh is I work as a lumberjack slash wood carver uh, slash firewood salesman. It's not a great hustle, but uh, mm -hmm. I do a lot of uh, my own craft work. I do sell my own extremely rough and splintery homemade paper towels. And I work outdoors, but I do sneeze at the sun. So that's a little about me. I'm like constantly whittling. I love to whittle. I chew on wood chips and twigs. Um, what else you need to know, Joe? My my virtue is I'm tenacious. Once I start chopping wood, it's hard to get me to stop. Uh, my vice, I do love to be shocked by electricity. Um, <laughs> the outlets in uh, my home have to be uh, remain covered, but we, I do. We don't think shame in, here. Uh, shock. Don't don't, don't <laughs> shock shame me. I do get up in the middle of the night sometimes and uh, throw a little pinky in those outlets. You know? Can you believe um, that my pillow CEO Mike and... Lindell has the same vice? <laughs> <laughs> I also make splintery pillows. Um, <laughs> Just because this has to deal with your hope. Uh, Chip, uh, yeah. you have a pet, don't you? I do. I have a pet capybara. That's uh, Cappy. I love him because he gets along with all animals, and he gives me hope that we can all live in uh, in harmony. And I also do love the harmonies of Shaka Khan. That gives me a lot of hope too. <laughs> when I'm chopping, I like to Shaka chop. Uh, what? That's about all I can say about that. Uh, one thing I'm capable of, if left with nothing. If you, if you oh, want wait, to know don't that, this stuff. no, don't tell you this that. Is, yeah, we're, we shouldn't. Well, know that's my secret. Yeah. So no one will know. 
Yeah, we'll bring that up in due time. You won't be surprised. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to shock all of us. <laughs> He's using the oh last fuel to, fu- to, to fire up God. a generator. We need that for the, for the car. <laughs> well, that's me, Chip Fudge. Cheers. All right. For the rules of this game, I'll try to go over uh, really quickly. Uh, we will clarify as they go on for the audience as well as the players. But these 10 candles that are lit, uh, that the players can see, and if you're watching on stream or YouTube can see, represent uh, the lives, hopes, dreams, uh, the future of our players. Right now, these 10 dice represent a D6 each. So right now, they have 10 D6s, which they can use to tell the story together that we're telling and see if they have successes or failures. They succeed whenever they roll a D6, and it lands on a 6. Uh, if they roll a 1, that means that they lose that, that those dice from their pool. If they roll no D6s and no D1s, then the scene ends, and uh, they lose a candle, and we go on to the next scene. Typically, there will be uh, negative consequences for losing some sort of uh, scene, but... Those all be stole through our storytelling process. As we, the players can prevent themselves from losing a candle by burning their vice or virtue to re-roll ones. Okay, so if they get a, if they get roll all the dice and they have no sixes and they have no ones, the candle is immediately extinguished. There's nothing they can do about it. If there is ones though, you can burn that vice or virtue. Uh, we'll bring into the story about how you're doing that, and you'll get all uh, the dice back that are left um, from the candles. So it, we from 10, we'd go down to 9, 9 to 8, and so on. The Once we lose a candle, we'll stop the storytelling for a second, and we'll begin speaking some truths. So for this, these you are truths trick us that- into therapy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wish. Uh, you guys have been needing that for a long time. Uh so for the truths, it's just going to be, you can either have a truth about the town, a truth about your character, a truth about the situation, a t- truth about whatever creatures are attacking you. So by all means, uh, if your truth is I have superhuman powers or I'm Superman, then the monster's truth that I get to come up with might just be like, these monsters are made of kryptonite. <laughs> so the more you keep it in realm, the more I have to counteract uh, to keep this storytelling going about uh, what's going on. So we're keeping it real. Remember, it's a horror game. It's real world scenario, real world lives. So uh, are we guys... all going to die today, Joel? <laughs> uh, oh. Hopefully, only in game. Hopefully, only oh, in game. Okay. All right. <laughs> Great answer. Maybe not I this just session. Gotta... He's... Real quickly, He's right? saw puzzles in each of our homes. I'm jotting down my will real quick for Fanny on this piece of wood. So just, oh, just wanted to know if I was going to. Don't die. worry about that. You guys won't have to do that because in a second here, you guys are all going to mute your mics and make a recorded message on your phone or whatever device you can that upon your death, it'll be heard by whoever finds your body, the surviving members of your party. Uh, once you guys die, we will listen to that recording. So it can be short and sweet, five, ten seconds, or you can record for a minute or two. Up to you guys. 
what you think your family, your friends, anyone would want to hear uh, of your last dying words, last dying thoughts about the situation you guys are in. Uh, so with that, you guys, my plan for you guys is to hopefully not die until there's one candle left and you guys are in the most dire situations. But if you guys truly put yourself in a scenario where it is life or death, you can die on that roll. So I will tell you that these are dire consequences you are putting yourselves in, and you or your player can die before all the candles are extinguished. Makes sense? Us or our player. Yep. <laughs> yes, both of you guys. I will come to your house and we will... <laughs> <laughs> He's got snipers nice. trained on all of us right now. He's just got to give the word. <laughs> Let me just so, lock my doors. With that, let us get into the story. Your, um, I will tell you when you guys will make making your recording, uh, and hopefully that won't be too long from here. But we will get into that. You all live in the towns of Lanesboro, Minnesota. It's a small town located on the south to the southeast of Minneapolis, with a population of around one thousand people. You all live on Maple Drive. It's uh. Almost like a roundabout, but like a private street in a in a community way to the south uh, east corner of town. Um, you guys all have been invited to the new neighbor that has moved in, uh, Jack uh, Smith and his wife Babs have uh, moved into town. They're having a barbecue at their house. It is uh, going to happen around uh, lunchtime, like 2 o'clock, a little late lunch. Uh, he's cooking up some nice burgers, steaks, and everything for the family. He's invited you all over uh, to hopefully get there on as close to time, on time as possible. But that will kind of all be cited up to you and your families. So with that, we will zoom into the house of Bill Williams on this lovely street as he is... What are you doing, Bill? Uh, you're getting ready for this party. I would say you have about half hour before it starts, so it's about one thirty. Oh yeah, um, basically, you know, um, <clears throat> trying to figure out which uh, which Iron Maiden shirt I should wear to this shindig. Um, I want them to know I'm cool, but I don't want them to think I'm too cool. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm trying to find strike that right balance, like. I don't want to gatekeep completely. So I'm thinking maybe my number of the beast uh, shirt. Cause you know, I also don't um, want to show up wearing the same shirt as him. Yeah. That would be fucking awkward. Uh, <laughs> but you know, a lot of people know that record. So, you know, I'd be like, Hey, yeah. Hey, fucking maiden. Huh? Uh, so I'm oh doing that. Billy, um, that shirt looks amazing on you. I cannot wait to go to the party. We're going to fucking rage, buddy. We're going to rage so hard. That was that was upsetting. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> I don't like the voice the voice changer he's been using recently. <laughs> it keeps scaring me every time. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry if that did not come out as well as I planned. Not no. a big deal. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, great. sorry. You accidentally that, gave me a boner the there. Me, it's yeah. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh yeah, that, shirt, that shirt looks amazing on you. I cannot wait. Yeah. For us to have fun at this party. Keep doing uh, the voice. No, the voice is so creepy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. His wife it sounds like Donald surprise Trump. Me. Use that setting. <laughs> where where is Billy Jr.? Is he ready? Can you make sure that Billy Jr. is ready for this party? Holy crap. 
He just says, fuck. Love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Billy boy. You know what? Uh, get get your fucking good maiden shirt on. We got to make an impression. Yeah, the one without holes in it, motherfucker. Fuck you, you douchebag. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I like this kid. <laughs> As Blink-182 comes on. <laughs> I'm listening to Emo over here. You can't tell me what to do. Tonight will be the last chance to live. Yeah, Dad, I'm listening to fucking all my albums over here. You can't tell me shit. Good Lord. It's <laughs> brought a new level of horror <laughs> to everything. It's the uncanny valley of vocals. Yes. <laughs> Screaming infidelities by Dashboard <laughs> Confessional can be heard uh, loudly yeah. through the speaker. Oh, my God. I like the future. Uh. <laughs> And I, oh, what was that? Uh, oh my god. Is he having a seizure? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the AI is blending your words together on that last one, Joe. <laughs> you know, I, I fucking worked my ass off to provide dick iron maiden shirts for this fucking family, and I don't appreciate you disrespecting oh me in god. my home like that. You creepy I'm voice, to have my motherfucker. In my own life. You can't, you can't tell me I can't have my own secrets, Dad. You piece of shit. I'll be right in this party, but I'll be in my own way. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Wait, whatever you want. I don't give a shit anymore. You fucking yeah. dickhead. Eight more years, you get the fuck out of my house. You listen to yeah. whatever the fuck you want then, I guess. You're my bitch for the next eight years, Dad. Suck it. <laughs> I'll be... No, I don't... That's, this kid's Can't metal as fuck. Are you talking to me like that? Ugh, I can't... Ugh. My fucking knees acting up or I kick your ass right now, you little piece of shit. He's got a Stepford wife and a Stepford son. (laughs) As Bill Williams puts on his best Iron Maiden shirts and finishes his argument with his son, we will go over to the home of Fred and Nandlers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, y'all have fucking fun with that. (laughs) Uh, Fred, what are you doing to get ready for your uh, this party on your block? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm all ready. I'm dressed and ready to go. I'm just waiting on my wife and my son. I'm uh, I'm standing here next to my wife, waiting on her while she gets her makeup on. Just gently encouraging her, like, honey, we got to go pretty soon. Fred, don't you give me that look with your stupid eyes, okay? I can see you <laughs> judging me, and I can feel it, okay? I will take as long as I need to take, and you cannot tell me to take any longer, okay? Why don't you check with Fred Joe if you're so worried about that? I'm getting to your stupid party, okay? We're only going so you can make more friends, you fucking loser. I'm married to Sam Hayek. I must not have told you guys that. Hey, you're married to Estella, and you will remember that for the rest of your life, okay? <laughs> well, you sure are a spicy little number, babe. That's why I love you. Oh, oh, that's why you love me, my little handsome king. My little chalupa. Go see how our son is doing. I told you not to call my chalupa little, baby. We're finally oh, going to get chalupa. I'm so I would <laughs> never make you feel like that. You know I'm unsatisfied with the burrito supreme. <laughs> this is it. For Let's us. take a turn. It's going. On. <laughs> the well, next person's back. I'm not talking to anybody end. in my house. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that'll stop them from talking to him. <laughs> okay, baby. I guess we'll, we're you ready when you're ready. Stupid. Okay, I see you. Go, go get the sun. Go get Fred Junior. Oh, oh God! Fred Junior takes every pop. He's already ready. 
<laughs> huge white man can't jump that. <laughs> uh, dad, Dad, I can hear you coming down the hall. I am ready, all ready. Got my nicest outfit on. Cannot wait to see you uh, and see what you got doing on because I know you always look sharp, old man. Well, I really wish I'd taken up uh, Jim Jones on his offer all those years ago. <laughs> uh, Dad, I don't think that reference. Uh, what's going on? It's okay, son. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm ready when you are. Chip off the old that? black, that one. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, uh, go with... stand in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Read the Bible. <laughs> Uh, with that, we will go over to the home of Aspen Miller. Uh, Aspen, what are you doing to get ready for this party? Um, and how much does your family hate you? Uh, I, <laughs> I am still like, uh, um, uh, I take forever to get ready, but that's also because my husband uh, is is just hot, you know, you, with his model train set in the garage. He's not leaving anytime soon. It's probably just going to be me and me and Chartreuse going to the party. Um, I have changed outfits three times. I come out and I see Chartreuse, who's been ready for uh, probably 30 minutes. Uh, and uh, she's eating a healthy snack. I come in. Chartreuse, what are you doing? You know we got we got we got that we got that that uh, cheesy curds model shoot coming up. They they it is specifically a plus size modeling gig. Oh, you, I made I stayed up all night making cheese curds for you for, as, as an unhealthy snack for you for us to get ready. We're in training season. We got a bulk. You, 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 do you want to do you want to be the cover model, or, or do you want or do, or, or do you just want to what just say just say fuck it to all the plus size work we've been doing. All the plus size modeling work that I've been driving you to. It's feel the cheese curds in my veins, Dad. I don't think it's healthy. <laughs> I don't listen. Greatness is not like. Listen, I wish, I wish, like anything that you had your father Steve Wozniak build. Okay, all right. Yes. But trust me, as a failed skinny model, there's a million of it. But but if we could dominate the plus size market, and my father never let me be a model. And he wanted me to play sports. So what's the lesson I took from that? I'm forcing you to model to make up for that. So um. I'll do it. Can we maybe consider what if I was a plus size muscular, like a hybrid, you know, and I have some tone features, too, that I did not die by the age of 25. How about that? Listen, I would I like love to, I would love to do that for you, but but I, I, as a personal trainer, I'm always have clients. That's why I have to stay late nights till sometimes three in the morning training my clients. Okay, I just don't have time to to train to to, to take you to the gym. Yeah, you're you're fire, so oh, you're fire. Nah. Right, let's just. I'm already. I'm ready. I don't need no yeah. back talk from you, Chartreuse. Let's get off to that party. Okay, so Dad isn't coming, is what you said. Dad's not. He's he's messing with his trains. You know, let me. I hold on. Let me go in there and talk to him again. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, love. I was focused on his train. I I apologize. Well, well it's, it's super loud in here. I know with all that chew, chugging and choo chewing. Um, are you, you know, you, you know, your old man's a conductor, and he hits every tunnel on time. <laughs> oh, you. You've always been a sweet talker. Um, 
Uh, we, we got this part. I don't know if you're having fun with it, but and I know you don't like social situations all that much. So, but uh, yeah, I think we got that part. Are you coming or not? Are you going to be going to toy around here with your trains? No, no, I'll, I'll be there maybe a little bit late. I got to get these trains on schedule. I got schedule to keep here, you know, master conductor over here. Got to keep all the rails on time online. <laughs> all right. Well, you, you don't let me distract you. All right, honey, I'll, I'll see you over there. <laughs> That's great. I'll, I'll, I'll see you over there in a little bit. Okay, uh, just right. just flag me down. It, it's the it's the house in like the middle of the block, right? Well, what's the guy's name? Jack, right? Jack, yeah, it's, it's the Jack, now? the Jack Jacksons, I think, or Jack Jack something, Jack Smith. Okay, all right, uh, I'll see you there, bit. All right, bye. And uh, I'm secretly kind of uh, because like I was looking forward to like uh, looking at other dads while I was there. But now he's coming, so I'm... Fuck. Fuck. All right. Chartreuse, let's go. Let's go. Time to... Don't break too much of a sweat. I'm not. I will gingerly walk as slow as humanly possible. Do not burn any calories. Like, even strapping me. I got you that rascal scooter for your birthday, so we could... <laughs> yeah, but... Believe it or not, when I go to school, people like to make fun of a fat feet in a rascal scooter. Yeah, they, they're just jealous of your modeling career, sweetheart. And that's just how mean girls uh, will take that out on you, all right? That's all jealous. I, I will take the rascal. Thank you, Father. <laughs> I'm the only one who loves you. Let's go. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> you all leave for the party. Uh, we with Jesse's? Uh, yeah, the, well, that family was leaving for the party. Here, here comes right. Jesse right now. Uh, with that, we go to the home of Francis Chip. Fudgerton, uh, what is Francis and his family doing to get ready? Well, I'm doing some last-minute uh, chopping of some wood. You can never have enough. In case you die, your family needs to have plenty of chopped wood ready to go. So I'm out back working on that stump, hacking away. Uh, but, of course, uh, Fanny and Frankie and Felicity are uh, are getting ready there. They're taking a little bit of time, or maybe they're ready, and I'm just chopping away. I do get a little bit too into it, you know? I'll admit it. I had a good shock this morning. Cup of coffee and a little electricity wakes you up pretty good for chopping wood, you know? Chip, Chip, come in, Chip. Don't you know it's taking you way too long out here, huh? Without your life for that party. What the fuck? She's Frankie, is that you? Uh, uh, Frankie, I couldn't hear you. I, I that did damn stuff. Minnesota accent. Yeah, I, I stuffed some old flintery paper towels in my ears while I'm chopping. So I, everything was coming in buzzes and clicks there. What'd you say, Frankie? Or was that oh, Felicity? Sorry. I no, really dad, couldn't dad, tell. Dad, sorry, it was it was me. It was uh, it was Frankie. Mom, mom wants you to come into the house so we can. Uh, Get ready to go and, and head over to this this party for the new neighbors. Oh gosh, I'd like to, you know, but I uh the sun just came out and I am having a violent sneeze attack. So if you could run in the house, please, and get me some of my splintery paper towels. I gotta blow my nose. Hurry. Frankie, quickly. I'm, towel. Mom's gonna come out. I'm I'm tell I'm going to mom's gonna come out. She's gonna be pissed. Achoo, Frankie. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> get me them towels. <laughs> I cannot we, chop and sneeze at the same time. We just lost three of our candles for that. <laughs> Did uh, you send your son out here to 
to tell me that we're not you're not going to the party here? What's going on here? Eh? Uh no, I'm hey, listen, I'm ready. I just have having some sneezing problems here. So oh you know what? I do have a paper towel here in my in my uh, pocket. Hold on. Hachu blow blow. Okay. I uh <laughs> oh crap. I just I got a little bit of a paper cut from one of the splinters on my nose. Uh you happen to have a band-aid on you. Yeah, but it's you made know out of I wood. Always... Manny, do we have any wood band-aids? Quickly. Yeah, you know I always carry the freaking wood band-aids on me all the time because you're always getting stuck and you're always getting hurt. Okay. That is true. You... I am prone to injuries. See, his wife sounds like Rosie Perez tried to do a Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure well, you're weird. not my I friend? I don't know fucking works, huh? What you fucking looking at, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What did you get? Why blow the dust off your nose, okay? Don't you know? And we'll get garlic. That's better. Uh, All right. I will blow the dust off my nose and get these splinters out of it. Put this wood band aid on, and I am ready to go. Let's hit the road. I got a uh, wood-paneled uh, station wagon. Did the wood paneling myself, by the way, folks. It's, it's a lock down the street, bud, okay? Well, crap. It's a, uh, it's a simple lock, don't you know? Right down right. the way. Well, let me put on my special flannel walking shoes, then. Uh, and I'll be ready. Two shakes of a lammy, all right? Okay, bud. Got you! Okay, I, I'm pretty much good to go now. <laughs> I got my flannel get... boots. Jeez. I got my splintered paper towel nose. And I'm going to pull these paper towels out of my ear so I can hear you. Okay. What was that, fam? You ready to go? Let's hit that sidewalk, not the road, because we're walking. I did catch that. <laughs> uh, with that, as you guys begin walking mm. to uh, the Smith house, uh, we will go to the home of Chet Blanquette. Uh, what's going on as you guys are getting ready to head over to the party? Well, son, the, you know, that's when fa- my uh, my dad came home, uh, don't you know? And uh, he gave me this watch. And um, I'm getting back into regular chat blank. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you know? Uh, that's when he gave me this watch. And... Uh, he said uh, that my dad, this is before we knew that um, the DNA test came back, but uh, he thought that my dad was was grandma's husband. Um, but no, actually, uh, they uh, he cheated. He was uh, he, he my uh, my grandma or your grandma cheated on on your, your their husband. And then uh, uh, so this guy that he cheated on him with. Uh, kept kept his grandfather's. It's all a whole thing. But anyways, he carried it back in his ass, and that's why I got this ass watch. And it's uh, it's uh, kind of a weird, fucked up uh, hand me down. But someday this is going to be your ass watch, son. That's the, the that's the short and the long of it. Hey, wait a yeah, second. That's scores. <laughs> wow, Dad, number two. That's a really cool story. Hi. Thoroughly appreciate that you're going to give me an ass watch. I, I can't wait to receive it. Well, it's it's you know it's uh, it's just a symbol of hope, really. Uh, just you know, think that 
something that shouldn't happen. Like it, this watch shouldn't have gotten out of the war, but uh, you know, he, he smuggled it in his ass and then he came home and then he found out that he was a dad and it was my dad. Uh, yeah, I have two dads. So dad number one told me not to accept this from dad number two. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, no, we've Jesus. been fighting about it for a while now. Um, and uh, I was hoping I'd be able to slip it to you, the ass watch. But you got well, it. I mean, I'll, I'll take it because it means a lot to you, but I don't well, understand why you let them treat you like that. Like, dad number one makes me call you dad number two and him dad number one. And you haven't said anything about this for years. Well, so, you know... Um, He's uh he's just he's just so charming, you know. I start to get mad, but then he's like, "Oh baby, oh honey," and then I'm like, "Oh gosh, you got me uh, right in the palm of your little hand there." That had high What makes you think that I want to hear that? What? What makes you think that I want to hear that? Hear hear what? All right. Did I love Good. your, your you love that number one? Yes, that you love that number one. Why? Why so wouldn't you be happy with your parents loving each other? Well, they, they went to a different level, Dad. Jesus. Oh, you're just being bashful. You'll learn. You'll get a girlfriend or a husband friend or whatever if it's your fancy. And I should just tell you about smashing them whenever I feel like it. Right? Hey, you know. Life, everything's going to be fine. You know, sometimes you think, uh, oh, no, my, my dad died in the war. I never got to meet him. And then you realize, no, nope, he, he, uh, he, someone else was your dad that's been been with with your family ever since he got back. And uh, you actually have a dad, you know, so. Well, I do feel lucky that I have two dads. Yeah, and, and a mom. And, and a mom, yes. Well, we were focused on dads here for a little bit. Yes, a mom. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, we're getting late for this. There's mom what? and other dad coming. Oh, uh, what party there? Uh, is that, is that what? Oh, the, the new neighbor. That's the oh the welcoming party. Okay, yeah, I could um, I could get uh, ready lickety split if uh, that's what we're the family's doing tonight. Well, I I haven't seen the. Uh, Dad number two and mom in a while, which you know what that normally means. So it I, might just be you and me going. Fair enough, fair enough. They do take their time when they get uh, get in the uh, old busy room. Uh, Arrhythmic <laughs> pounding can be heard by the Lord. <laughs> yeah, this, why don't you use the AI to that, uh... simulate that shit? <laughs> <laughs> this is where we find out Chet wasn't invited. The other houses were. <laughs> You want to go? Are you ready? It's like, do you need to get closer over there? Are you good to go? Closer. Like, uh, well, let's uh, take a look at myself. I, you know, I got my regular slacks. I got my foxy shirt on. <laughs> because I'm so foxy. Hey, you know, yeah, you got to keep it light. You got to keep it joking or else uh, the world crashes down. Everything's fine, bud. Let's go. Uh, let's go, dude. Uh, 
That was some Clint slipping through at the last second. <laughs> uh, with that, all of the families are heading over to the Jack Smith house uh, to enjoy the party. Uh, as you all get there, Jack Smith and his wife Babs welcome everybody in. Uh, they thank you all for coming. Hey, you everyone! This is a meeting of five families. It sounds so much cooler. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, Jack Smith is a white male, mid-40s. His wife, Babs, uh, is blonde, white female, uh, also in her 40s. They don't appear to have any signs of kids. There's balloons leading you back to the backyard area. Um, Over by the grill, Jack Smith is uh, grilling up some, looks like steaks, hamburgers, hot dogs for all the kids. And his uh, wife, Babs, welcomes everybody into the backyard and provides you all drinks. Um, one second here. I don't love a yoo-hoo. Do they have yoo-hoos? Oh, we got plenty of yoo-hoos for yeah. you. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming. We really appreciate yeah, you all coming Thanks. and welcome us to the neighborhood. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We look forward to Making friends with all of you guys, living the same neighborhood, partying. Uh, I mean, hopefully we got a young one on the way soon. But uh, watching all our kids grow up together and, you know, doing little adventures if, if we all get that close. Hey, uh, you know, I don't want to be a dick, but uh, you kind of sound like uh, E.T. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what, what accent is that? No, I'm so sorry. Uh, sometimes my uh, voice gets a little... Uh, Clamped up, you know, it's hard to speak, it's hard to interact, so. Oh, there you go, that was. Sometimes I can't hear myself, so I rely on others to tell me when uh, my voice sounds like shit, you know. Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, you had that thing where it's like, oh, he sounds almost human, but not quite. That was, uh, I was like, oh, uh, shit, are we getting taken by the, the by the UFOs? Or, uh, oh, they call them UAPs now to sound more, because. They used to call them flag saucers, and now then they say UFO, but now they're like, no, it's uh, UAP, because now people think UFOs are for crazy people. So, uh, anywho, uh, I brought some beer. Well, minutes uh, later, he's talking about flat earth and chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I brought some beer for, for, for you guys. It's uh, the Iron Maiden uh, Trooper beer. Uh, I only drink the best in Iron Maiden-themed uh, beverages, so... I hope you enjoy. Now let me tell you about right. Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing that. Everyone uh, sit down. I think Jack's going to have the uh, hot dogs and hamburgers out soon for the kids. And we got some steaks for all the adults to enjoy. So those will, they'll be coming off the grill very shortly. That sounds well, great. That sounds good. Y'all yeah, hear that? Uh, sorry. Y'all hear that Chartreuse got chosen to play Precious in Milwaukee? Oh, that's um, wonderful. Glad Good for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to be... Uh, Is she big enough to play Precious? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, 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 we got a training regiment, but that's secrets of the trade stuff. No, it's, you, it's a little bit different on stage. You got you to gotta make do with what you can get, you know. So sometimes uh, not enough real real big girls show up so you gotta do like a kind of big girl and then she gets to be precious and then the next fattest one is her understudy um 
It's but that's great. Milwaukee's the big time. I, we're gonna it's get always the red good carpet. to see a child following their dreams, right? Their dreams. Yes, and Chartreuse's dream is to please her father. And so that is that is what she is doing. And and I'm so proud of her. So gosh dang proud of her as long as she keeps modeling and acting. Right. <clears throat> a great dream. You should all follow it. It's, I'm living proof that it's great. Oh, yeah. I'm already <laughs> fat, so, uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe I could be precious. Let's uh, flip it. You know, that's what they're into the, these days, right? You know, the uh, the recasting people in different genders and shit. Yeah, making every character a straight white male. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was... I mean, it's classic Hollywood for you, you know. It's... Also, Babs, thanks for welcoming us into your home. Um, disregard all of that, but thank you for having us. We agree we'd like to all be friends. And we appreciate the burgers and dogs. And the Yoohoo, it's tasty. I'm glad you get to have some. Thank you all for coming. And the kids are already scarfing down their, their hot dogs and hamburgers. Uh, Jack is just finishing up the steaks from what it looks like. Um, so give me five more minutes on that. If there's anything else you guys want to discuss, let me let me hurry him along, as it were. And thank you for... For your nice, kind manners, Chip. Uh, thank oh, you for no coming problem. To he could take his time, too. I'm chewing on some wood chips now, so I'm pretty good. You know. Looking I, forward oh. to those veggie dogs and veggie burgers. <laughs> uh, veggie burger. Yes, we will have a vegetarian option. Do not worry. Uh, give me two shakes of a lamb's tail, and I will see what we got in the fridge here that I can muscle up for you there. I forgot I needed a vegetarian option. So sorry called an empty hamburger bun <laughs> enjoy would you care for wood chips they are vegan are they cruelty free well the tree doesn't think so <laughs> but uh but yeah i do i do use uh very kind practices when i strip the bark off the trees and chew it up yeah <laughs> have some it's tasty uh, as you guys are sitting there, Chartreuse uh, drives up in her rascal scooter and uh, he gets all your... Hey, sweetie. Uh, nice ride. Do you laugh with me? My dad picked it up. He's pretty cool. Uh, do you see that guy over there in the field? Um, in the backyard? He's walking really weird. Uh, that's a scarecrow, sweetheart. Yeah, that, that. What is that gentleman doing out there in that field? Hey. Oh yeah, that's people are drunk like all fucking day around here all the time. So you know, it's probably that. You you never seen a drunk guy in a field? That's uh, that's on our flag. Yeah, maybe he's hunting or something. Does he have an orange vest? Hey, you're, with the the deer, <laughs> you're you're going the wrong way. This ain't a hunting ground. But uh, he. Does not have an orange vest on. He uh, almost oh, looks out of place. He's an elderly man. Uh, this being a small town, you guys kind of recognize him. It's Rick Grimes. He kind of lives by himself. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's old grimy. It's Homer Simpson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just takes care of himself. His wife died years ago. Uh, he lives on cans of baked beans and uh, 
you know, hot dogs and hamburgers, things like that. Just a simple single man food. Uh, and he kind of just looks like a little disoriented, but still advancing towards the house. He's about a hundred yards away. He's wearing like some old overalls that uh, looks really disheveled, hairs uh, out of place. He, he might have uh, blood sugar. Aspen, did you bring Minute Maid and brand orange juice? Looking at the old man Grimes out there, uh, out for uh, a long walk, I guess he heard about the welcoming party, too. Yeah, fuck uh, it. Old, old Grimey is just drunk and full of beans again. Don't, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, nothing to worry about. Daddy, he has a bullet. Oh, maybe should I wheel over there and, and check on him? That sounds like a good idea. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, maybe he he just maybe he just wants a burger or something. Maybe you you can run. Um, can you take one of those uh those steaks or uh, burgers over there and just run it to him? I don't want I don't want farty Frank Grimes coming to the party. He's just gonna be gassing it up all day. Just just give him his burger and he can go. Okay, I'll I'll take it to him right now, Ben. All right, thank you, sweetie. Uh, You're the best. You are well, the daddy. Love you. That, you that cart really can go, can it? It's it's all equipped terrain. with uh, all-terrain tires uh, just because of the way it is out here. So they made some upgrades. Uh, as the cart slowly goes over there, um, it's relatively flat. There are some dips and bumps in the, the lawn as she drives out. Uh, you see her from about 100 yards away. kind of looks like she's telling Mr. Grimes hi. She reaches out the plate of burgers, and you see Mr. Grimes push over her rascal and tackle her down to the ground. And there's a struggle going world on star, the ground. World star. Um, oh, I, she must be misbehaving out there. Uh, yeah, glad uh, Mr. Grimes is on it. Uh, Aspen starts sprinting. That's my, you get your hand. She, she, that's a, she is an actress. You, she is not built for stage combat. <laughs> uh, that, you uh, just hear screams coming from chartreuse. I'm sure it'll be uh, yeah. fine. I'm Fred runs out as well. That uh, uh looks like the second fattest girl is getting the part now. Uh that's it. Um it was it all right for me to bring my uh capybara on a leash today to this barbecue? I hope so. <laughs> I forgot to ask, but I'm gonna run with the cappy on the leash towards the the old crazy guy attacking. Hey you flatulent old fuck, get off my daughter. Yeah. Uh, he's on top of her. Looks like he's biting at her and oh scraping God. her, raking her with his nails. Uh, your daughter's fighting, but you can see there's blood uh, coming from your daughter. I'd like to do like a soccer kick um, if, uh, if I can get there. Uh, you get there. You're the first one who said they were running over there, so you get there first. Go ahead and roll me 10d6, please. Play the Jeopardy music. I rolled one six and four ones. You son of a bitch. Uh, One six and four ones. All right, you guys are down to six uh, dice now, just for the next roll. You successfully punt Grimes, uh, his old ass, off of your daughter. Uh, He falls off the rascal and rolls five, six feet away from the rascal and your daughter on the ground. You can see your daughter has been bit several times on her, on both arms. 
And she's got, like, rake marks across her face from his nails. Sweetie, sweetie, I, I, I need two of you. One of you get her, get her I'll, I'll get her upper body, somebody get a lower body, and we, we gotta get her to the hospital. Let's go. We, we, I'm helping, I, I'm helping him carry her. like three or four of you. <laughs> hey, like, you know, uh, it's, she does kind of smell like uh, hot dogs and beans, so, you know, you can't really blame Grimy for that. What is it with beans, dude? <laughs> what, the fuck did that psycho- what the fuck did that weird psychopath fucking say? That fucking... <laughs> The fuck that Tourette's motherfucker say about my daughter? <laughs> well, uh, he, uh, hey, Chip, you know, um, she is quite uh, difficult to lift here. Uh, is there any way you could uh, modify this scooter here so we could just uh, make a little cart there? He becomes Tim the Toolman Taylor. More power. <laughs> yeah, like I don't little, think so, too. Make a little wooden basket or something? Uh, we we can we write, the, yeah. we write the rascal, and we, like, put her on it, and, like, I kind of am steering for her. Like when uh, Victoria Beauregard ate the purple shit in Willy Wonka. Yeah. Her out. yeah. It's as I you will, guys... however, dab her wounds with this uh, splintery paper towel. Somebody oh, should also oh, check no, on no, this. No, 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 no. You don't. You it can't be injuring her more. I know. No, I, I love, just. I, I just love the splinter paper towels, but this is an, an in, uh, instance where we should maybe use uh, ones. You've heard of brawny. These are thorny, and <laughs> I am patenting these. There's a trademark, but they still work. They're very absorbent. They're just rough. We got chartreuse here. One of y'all should check on Grimey and see what the hell's going on with him. I'm gonna wander over and kind of. Uh, well, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to uh, what's going on here, but uh, uh, you look like shit, Grimy. <laughs> the fuck was that all about? Uh, how close are you to Grimy? Uh, I'm kind of leaning over, like, directly in front of his face, like, hey, <laughs> slapping him around a little bit, like, wake up, pouring a beer on him to try to see if... <laughs> uh, Grimy immediately starts to move and reaches out to grab your leg. Uh, hey, go ahead yes. and roll me. You fucking fuck. <laughs> As you cuss at him, go ahead and roll uh, 6d6 for me. <laughs> I got no sixes and one, two, four ones. Ooh. So uh, you can either choose to burn your virtue or vice if you want to reroll those ones. If not, we will conclude the scene here and we will extinguish uh, a candle i'm gonna burn my vice um just like a homer simpson's like <laughs> scream <laughs> and try to run <laughs> the second he reaches for me um so i rerolled so, the the ones there yes you'll reroll the ones as your cowardice <laughs> given to that vice and <laughs> It burns away. Ooh, a visual <laughs> effect. Nice. For those listening on the podcast, Joe uh, has some great gossip oh. happening. He's burning uh, a, a virtue or a vice. Is, uh, real quick, is that also artificial intelligence uh, created? Is that also. No, that is <laughs> real. No, his, hands, uh, his hands look good. Real candle. I got some bad news, gang. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got no sixes and a one when I re-rolled uh, that there. So, well, less with that, loss, less loss. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, uh, 
I retain narrative control and a candle gets burnt out. Uh, Frank Grimes, gra- or sorry, Rick Grimes grabs onto your leg and bites down on your ankle. Uh, it's then that the rest of the party comes and gets Rick off, and uh, one of you ends up. Rick's not willing to let go, so you stomp on his head and crush his brain. Um, Chip, how did f- you do that? That fucking escalated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, one of us so- did that? Because I, I, my boots are made of flannel, and it's just it's going to be uh, quite so a mess. Jack, with the Jack runs over, and in all this the scuffle, he will say this: he's got uh, his, he's got like a meat. A pat, something he was using to, to pound the meat, so a meat mallet, and he just gives uh, Rick a good one in the head. Oh, nice. Way to go, Jack. Oh, I'm wow. glad you guys are all safe. Oh, my God, that was crazy. What did you think that... your last name was? Reacher? <laughs> no, J- Jack Jack Smith. Sorry. Oh, I just, Jack Smith, yeah. I, oh, you know, uh... I was carrying a meat tenderizer to, to help with the steaks. I, I apologize you guys didn't get them. Yeah. Listen, Jack, I think you probably need a fence, and if you need somebody to build it out of beautiful wood, well, you're looking at your guy right here. Well, you don't even have a fence around your own house, but uh, I will take that into account. Thank you. No, I don't. I chewed all the wood uh, that was making up the fence, but I will make another one when I get around to it. But if you'd hey. like one, I can help you. Hey, so, you got any of that uh, pokey-ass uh, tissue there? I really need to stop the bleeding right now on my fucking ankle. Of course. I got a whole roll of uh, it right here. Just, just hold. As you guys patch them up, we're going to do something real quick. Uh, we're going to state some truths, okay? Uh-oh. The first truth, there's nine candles left, so there's nine truths left. The first truth is we are all together. Uh, next we're gonna go Damien. Why don't you? Or sorry, not Damien. I guess I should do it in character. Aspen. Aspen, go ahead and tell me a truth about uh, this town. What's going on? The attack that happened. Some some truth in this situation. Um, l- let me know if this isn't a good enough truth. Um, Jack Smith is one of my cl- training clients. That's a perfect truth. Uh, with that, we'll go to. Uh, Fred Nandlers, what is another truth about this town? Well, this town was built on an ancient Amish burial ground. That's why a lot of spooky stuff happens around here. <laughs> Very good. Just stay uh, technology. They don't know what to do, these ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, will Chet Blankate tell me a truth about this town? Well, uh, Fred stole my truth. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a very popular truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's also built on an ancient Indian burial ground. <laughs> it's, it's a the Elmish burial ground was built on top of the Indian burial ground, and it's just real spooky. <laughs> you see, the Amish came and uh, and slaughtered the native inhabitants, <laughs> and then built their city the upon. Amish slaughtered them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chip, why don't you give me a truth there, Chip? Okay, no problem. Um, there was a uh, a nuclear spill of uh, toxic waste that came that sort of covered all of the burial grounds. And <laughs> the, the toxic 
goo permeated through several haunted burial grounds. And we're not really sure what the overall effect of that will be long term. But it has not had a great effect on the uh, trees. Yeah, I, I the population. a lot of issues <laughs> when I'm chopping that there's some weird goo coming out of them. There's a tentacle so, on the there's goo. There's goo coming out of the trees from nuclear spill on top there's of the, little oh, bit the of dual ancient burial grounds. Is your truth, green right? nuclear goo coming and seeping into the dual. It makes the maple burial. syrup really good, though. Yeah. True. Uh, very Tastes like good. mountain goo. Uh, Bill Williams, what is another truth? Yeah, um, so actually, uh, in between the uh, Indian burial ground and the Amish burial ground, there's also a uh, burial ground for Civil War veterans. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Cass. It's run by the VA, technically. But it's just like all, all the bad ones, like all the war criminals got buried in, be you know, in between that. Um <laughs> Uh, very well, it's good. like uh, it's like an Oreo, uh, in a way. <laughs> uh, I'm next with the truths, and the next truth is Sartreuse is looking on death's door. Oh, that's not oh. good. So I'm my paper towels did not help. That that uh, that people are like like how come nobody's driving? Like I we've loaded her onto the rascal, and I'm like kind of. Is that know, your rushing. next? Is that your truth that you're having a panic attack? Uh, no, my truth was the Jack thing, but uh, but if but if Chartreuse no, is, was attacked, I imagine in character I'm having a panic attack, or I'm just okay. Like, well, that that's fine. We can use that as the next truth. Panic attack by Aspen. So real quick, uh, triple ancient burial ground covered in nuclear waste, and Jack is Aspen's client. Some truths are more exciting than others. Damien really phoned it in with that one. What? Oh dear! Going first. Going first. Sometimes dead is better. And the the last the last the most ominous thing we're facing is that he used to be a client. Fred. Nandlers, go ahead and give me the last truth for this round. Pass, pass. <laughs> Jesse. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Chip, you got another truth in you? I sure do. Um, we did have an incident uh, back in oh like God. 1964 where they tried to dig up three of those burial grounds. And unfortunately, what ended up happening is the uh, crew um, all died and fell into a fourth burial ground. So <laughs> it's really four, four groups that are simultaneously buried on top of each other. That we know of. That, that we, we are of. aware of that have all been soaked real well in nuclear toxic waste. So what oh, if this has nothing to do with it? You're just giving truths that have happened in the history of this town. These are all <laughs> factual things that have occurred here mm -hmm. in all right. and good old the... Lanesboro. The no uh, last, the last truth, uh, which will be the same for all the last truths, uh, we'll just go around the circle and say this: we are all still alive. Uh, That's true. If you all just want to say that at your own pace, go ahead. 
We're all, we we're are all, still, we're all alive. still alive. What if we don't believe it? Especially my we sweet baby chartreuse. We're all still alive. Still alive. <laughs> we're gonna make That's it. what they want you to think, you know, that we're all still alive. We're actually in the Matrix. <laughs> so we resume this scene. Uh, you guys have loaded chartreuse onto the rascal scooter. Just then, Aspen falls onto the ground having a panic attack. Oh, no. As Jack Smith has just smashed uh, Rick Grimes' head in with a meat tenderizer. It seems the chaos is uh, subsided for the moment, but uh, there is our man Billy Williams who's bit and Chartreuse who looks like she's on death's door. Uh, does not look like she's going to make it to any hospital. Come on, baby. It's my sweet baby. She's so talented. She can't die like this. No, no, no. Come on, come on, sweet baby. Get up, get up, get up. I'm saying Is there a geez. doctor in the house? Does anyone happen to be a doctor? Jack, are you a doctor? How about Babs? Red is calling 911 while he continues to try to, to push chartreuse into the house or whatever. The, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, to... but I'll, I'll go grab a medical kit from the house. Oh, good. Yeah. His medical uh, kit is a bigger meat tenderizer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack takes off towards the house and comes back a minute later with a large red backpack with a uh, a cross on it. Uh, begins trying to bandage some of Chartreuse's wounds, but the blood is spilling over and through the uh, bandages. Okay, and I am trying to dab that <clears throat> with some splintering are, tape towels. Are there, where are her wounds, the most bloody wounds or whatever? Uh, she's got uh, two. One bleeding looked like it made a clip the vein in her arm on her right oh. arm. She's bleeding mm. pretty profusely out that, and she's got a one that's kind of in her neck area that's pretty profusely bleeding. Doesn't look like it hit an artery or anything, but right. it's just bleeding a lot of blood. Well, he's like, uh, it's not. You say try not to use these, but it might be time for a tourniquet on her arm. Uh, I'll lip off my belt right here, and then uh, try to. Try to get her arm, keep that from losing blood, and uh, keep pressure on that with the, the towel there. You got uh, Babs. Babs, you get a towel there. You just put pressure on her neck, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully she pulls through. Um, Babs puts too much pressure on her neck and accidentally <clears throat> chokes her to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, with everyone providing medical aid, uh, we'll see how Chartreuse is doing. Since, uh, Chet, you were the last one to provide medical aid and put on the tourniquet, go ahead and roll me 9d6. And oh, we're up to 9. Save okay. my baby, Chet. Save my baby. Just you got this, Chetty. We're, we're going to make it to Milwaukee, baby. We're going to make it to Milwaukee. You just, you just hang in there. That's 9. She is unresponsive as you're talking Two to her. Two sixes and one one. All right, so... We don't burn a candle, but we're down to eight dice. Don't worry there, uh, Chartreuse. I got two sixes and a one. Uh, she, um, because you're two sixes, I don't, I'm not going to roll because I can't beat that. But you narratively tell me what happens uh, since you guys provided this medical aid. Um, so I... Uh, do that trick where you whip off the belt super fast, uh, where you push it, push it one way and pull it the other way. So it's just whoosh, like I've done it before. Pooty and I, I loop it right through. And can and we pull. say that while he's applying it, his pants fall down too? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I almost got there. Uh, I pull it pretty tight, and then my 
my my slacks just kind of like slip slip down, and I'm wearing uh, real tight tidy whities. Uh, um, and uh, I'm so I'm pretty distracted. I'm like, well, that's that was bound to happen. There we go. <laughs> what you need is some elastic waistband like these flannel pants. You know, I mean, I wish I had a belt, but I don't. I also is it too close to wood fiber, and you just chew it. Exactly, I do chew my belts, <laughs> but uh, I'll pull your pants up for you while you save this child. Well, that's uh, mighty kind of you. Um, thank you very much, there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm pulling pretty pretty hard on the the tourniquet while Babs is on the the neck. Uh, and I say, boy, uh, Aspen. Uh, how do you feel about like a, a one-armed model's daughter? Because uh, tourniquets kind of sometimes don't. Uh, but There's a pretty big market is, for that. <clears throat> life's gonna be good. It's, oh yeah, uh, totally. Quite the niche. Quite the niche market. Like Bill was saying earlier, there's a you know they're trying to get all kinds of alternative stuff out there. We got her. Stop bleeding, guys. Help, help me load her back up in the rascal. We still got to get to the hospital. Come on, baby. Oh, time out, Joe. You heard that I called nine one one, right? I did not. Uh, you hear sirens coming. Uh, in the distance, it's a small town. It's not going to take them that long to get there. Do you want to aim for? There's not really a hospital in this town, but do you want to aim for like a doctor's office, or do you want to wait for the ambulance? As the father, uh, Aspen. What about old Doctor Nick Riviera? Think we can? Is he still? <laughs> he's, he's retired a few years back of some malpractice. But do you want to try to call him? Yeah, uh, I, I'm frantically. He's here at the party. He's already drunk. Fumbling at my my <laughs> phone um, for for my former for my current client, Doctor Nick. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me eight d six and see if you can get a hold of him. I feel like you're just trying to humble brag that everyone is your client. Uh, <laughs> um, Aspen Miller fucks. I don't I don't know if you know <laughs> this, but. <laughs> Jesse, Jeopardy music. All right, I rolled four six. No, five. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six sixes and one one. All right, <laughs> he I always picks it. up when I call. When I call, he stops wow. what he's doing and picks up. Uh, as that happens, you you get immediately one one ring and an answer. Hi everybody. No. <laughs> Hi, Aspen. How are you? Oh my God! Do the robot voice for him, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Doctor Nick. Are you? Are you where are you? Are you at home? My 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 baby Aspen. She she's been bit by some psycho, some some flatulent monster bitter. Oh my God! That sounds horrible. I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll be there in two minutes. My GPS says. <laughs> All right, we're at the Jack Smith house. We're at Jack Smith's house, and and oh, um, and, and repeat. This what? is not code. This is not code. My husband might be showing up at some point to be cool. <laughs> yes, where is Jack Smith's house according to yours? I, I definitely know where your house is, right? But I don't know where Jack Smith lives. <laughs> uh, oh, I see ambulance. I'll follow that. Uh, with that. He lives uh, on we, the epicenter, the very middle of the four burial grounds. <laughs> does that house with, with that has an entire forest cleared out because there's some wood wood junkie who lives in a look for the puddle of nuclear waste. Uh, uh, with that, within a minute or two, 
uh, both the ambulance, the fire truck, and Dr. Riviera pull up. Uh, and just as you guys are rolling the rascal scooter with chartreuse on it out to the front y- uh, yard, uh, you they get her loaded onto the gurney and into the back of the ambulance. Uh, Dr. Riviera jumps in the back of the ambulance. Aspen, I, I will follow her to hospital. Thank you. I know it's tight in there. It's we, I didn't I didn't request a bariatric unit. <laughs> it's okay. I will treat her best I can. All right. And the ambulance doors close, and the last you see of the ambulance is it leaving your block and headed up towards. Uh, you know, there's a bigger town just to the north of you that it takes off towards. Question, uh, there was an ambulance here, and we did have a guy who has a pretty bad bite wound. Did he seek care at all? Uh, Bill Williams is too care? tough to see a doctor. That's the thing that's happened today. He's just yeah. bursting at the wound. I just I poured some beer on it. I'm fine. Go get some beer. Okay, uh, you're fine. Let's see about that. Roll me 76, please. Okay. Ugh. I think that guy had chemtrails in his saliva. <laughs> the guy had the vaccine in his. Did he take the vaccine recently? I want to. No sixes and a one. Okay. Do you want to burn your virtue to try to roll that one one for a six? Nah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are. Very much cowardly, and you are now no longer loyal. As your virtue... That doesn't mean you're just an asshole. Just making that clear. (laughs) As your virtue burns away. Did you say no or yes, though, about... I said no. Oh, he said he didn't want to burn the virtue. Yep. So as a Catholic... They just burn it free anyway? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe you're dead. Never mind. Uh, No, too late now. (laughs) (laughs) Let me re-roll my fucking one here. You guys have never had Joe as your DM before. What's not? It's it's my error. I messed up. You don't... You still are loyal, so... Uh, I rolled a three. I rolled a three. No, you're good. You still have your loyalty. You still have your virtue. But with that, a candle burns away. As you look down at your wound after the uh, beer uh, washes all of the blood away. Uh, you start seeing a green, almost a like a t- toxic sludge begin kind of oh, coming no. out of the wound and s- almost sealing it up and like getting a like an instant scab over the top of it. But it's a green viscous sludge. Over wow, the you're top. a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Oh, that seems fucking fine. Uh. <laughs> That's what uh, happens when you live on four burial grounds that has been soaked in uh, toxic waste as you get green scabs. Yep, that's just how it goes. But low, low uh, real estate prices. That's the upside. <laughs> they pay us to live here, which yeah. is pretty nice. Pretty cool. <clears throat> the only way so, I could make it as a lumberjack, car, uh, firewood salesman, craftsman. <laughs> Subsidized. Uh, with that, we get back into our truths. The first truth is we are all together. Uh, The second truth, uh, since, uh, Bill, you were involved in that, go ahead and give me the first truth. Um, 
nobody else has seen that I have this weird green goopy scab thing going on. So I'm definitely kind of like, oh, I can't fucking let people know this. They're going to get kind of freaked out by that. Uh, <laughs> so, Beautiful. yeah, uh, I'm fine, guys. Yeah, there ain't no goofy scabs here. Yeah. <laughs> now, with that, we'll say that no one even saw you got bit. They saw you kind of pull away from Grimes. Mm -hmm. But no one even saw you get got bit up until yeah. that point. Okay. Uh, for the next one, we'll go with... Uh, Chet Blank Kate, go ahead and give me a truth. Um, uh, the tr a truth is that Chet interacted with Grimes in his crazy state that he's in, but he was like, "Oh, this is fine." Uh, he tried to bite Chet several times, and he just dodged and like pushed him away and pushed him back into the cornfield and left him to his own devices. So you're saying that uh, <clears throat> Grimes got back up after being hit in the head. Yeah, when you know, no one was watching and you pushed no, him out. No, no, before, before this uh, encounter. Oh, so earlier. So you, you he, knew about this problem. Didn't, didn't think it was a problem. Gotcha. Are you trying to keep this as a secret then? Um, I don't think he really considers it to be an issue. It may or may not come up. Okay. Uh, with that, we'll go over to Aspen. What's the truth for you right now? Uh, for, right, for me right now? Um, <clears throat> or a truth about the world situation a truth about the disease about the burial grounds whatever you want he's like I am so fucking hard right now <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> uh, I, as, as much as I um, I feel I, 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 my truth is that I feel super guilty that um, as soon as I saw Dr. Nick, I went into more into like horn dog mode and kind of forgot about my daughter a little bit. And I feel guilty about that. I was I I started thinking about uh, the good times I've had with Dr. Nick. He is a doctor. Gotcha. You feel guilt though, so you're pretty much a good person. Uh, Fred Nandlers, give me a truth about this town, this event, this situation. The truth about this situation is the four of us, uh, not Aspen, but the other four of us know that uh, death is the best option for chartreuse. <laughs> After, other than this terrible life her father's been forcing her to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone else understand that, correct? She could, have, she could have had her own life after high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I've been wishing that kid was dead for a couple years, so, you know. <laughs> Chip, what is a truth about this town? Well, uh, one thing that's true is that my pet capybara is naturally drawn to patches of green toxic goo. <laughs> and I did bring Cappy to this barbecue, and he, he does seem to be sort of trying to either hump or sniff Bill Williams's ankle for some reason. I love how Jess is like, fuck your truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my capybara has senses beyond Aww. what others <laughs> I'd like to change my uh, truth. The, uh, I was an online bully for Chartreuse. That was my. I was, a, I was her online high school bully, giving her the eating disorder. Goddamn. We'll go ahead and count that for the next one. But Bill Williams, you're up with the next one. Next truth. Oh gosh. Uh, I can't add his, a his body order is naturally repellent to capybaras. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Um, I actually have a capybara phobia. Okay. So, and normally it's not that much of a problem in social situations, but it you was- know, uh, I got a, a neighbor that found out about that and, uh, he thinks it's funny. So, uh, I'm over here just freaking the fuck out because, you know, this capybara won't get, get away from me. Uh, so as far as that, like, I've been open about it, it to some extent. But, yeah. Uh, so as far as everyone's concerned, like, they nothing's out of the ordinary because it's just me screaming at a capybara again. <laughs> <laughs> it was fairly inconsiderate of me to bring it to this barbecue. <laughs> It's like, oh, there's Bill screaming at a capybara at a party. (laughs) Just what he does. And you know, it's a Sunday. The last truth is we are all still alive. (laughs) We are all still alive. You know, when you make us say that, it sounds like a cult. Yeah, that is. Well, it's actually one of the rules to the game, so I'm not just being a dick. We're all still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it so, look stiff as a board? Come it's on. totally different from a cult. They don't have rules. <laughs> so, uh, just to give you guys a summary before this session ends, uh, Jack's sorry, Aspen is basically having sex with everyone who is not you guys. Uh, there's four they're, ancient. They're there's, there are four up. ancient burial grounds uh, within the town. Uh, there's Indian. There's Civil War in a. Uh, Amish. Workers, an Amish burial ground, and as well as a the cr- the crew workers who are working to big up the burial ground, burial ground, which is all been, burial ground, uh, <laughs> which has all been covered with a toxic sludge. Uh, Ruth is on death's door, and she was just sent to the hospital. Uh, no one else saw Billy get bit. Uh, Chet saw Grimes before this attack happen, acting the way he was acting. Uh, Aspen feels uh, guilty because she he forgot about his daughter as she was dying. Uh, he was also her online bully. <laughs> I feel a little guilty about that. Mixed too. message there. Uh, everyone else feels uh, death was the best option for Chartreuse. Ooh, her... doesn't make it. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> and we have a capybara, Cappy the capybara, that is uh, sensing something suspicious about Bill, who has a, phob- a phobia to capybaras. But more importantly, we are all still alive with eight candles remaining. And that's where we'll pick up the story next time on Awful Neutral. I feel like that went pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> hey, was we're all really still fun. alive, eh? We're all you still are. here, you guys. That was for real the most unhinged shit we've ever recorded. That was. <laughs> that was next level. Once the oh uh, voice, once the AI voices kicked in, that was it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> was it working or not working? Is that what you guys are laughing at? Mostly. Or? Sometimes it was jumbled, but it was mostly working. Mostly okay. working. And just, uh, I wasn't prepared for it. And yeah, not so, at all. <laughs> it was my brain it. for a while. It my freaked brain... us the fuck out. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys all uh, being patient with me as we went through that. And that was great, I appreciate Joe. you guys this is playing. Fun. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, it was know. really fun, Joe. So next week will be the next one. If we uh, if all you guys died before the, the end, before Halloween, then uh, 
it'll end early and we'll have to figure out something else to do. But uh, You mean our characters, right? Definitely meant the characters. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. Definitely Again. meant the characters. Yeah, rapture's coming. Those of you who aren't raptured away will be here to play the following <laughs> Sunday. If you guys all made it through Halloween, or sorry, through Friday the 13th, which was a full moon and a solar eclipse, like, uh, you guys are doing pretty good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I agree. So Everything's fine. Yeah, we're Everything's all still alive. Nothing's yeah. fucked. Everything's cool. We're all Everything. still alive. I, I can't wait until uh, I use my uh, my vice, which is infidelity, to, uh, to, to, to get out of something. I, so I you're seduce gonna fuck, You're going to fuck your way out of the situation. Just huh? fuck the shit out of that zombie. Don't, Holy Christ. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we'll get into the plugs. Uh, Dave Callens, do you have anything to plug? Uh, come listen to this next week again. This has been a fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Egan, do you have anything to plug? No, not really. Just I am uh, starting this new paper towel concern, and I would love <laughs> anyone to support it. If you could, hit me uh, at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. Pick up my new splintery paper towels. I got a question for you. The brawny man, is he friend or foe? He's a competitor. Uh, he thinks he knows it all, but he's got a he's got a he's got a reckoning coming one day from your boy. Oh. Sounds like you got a wood chip <laughs> on your shoulder. I do. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Castleberry, do you have any new plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on social media, Metal Shop Mike, and check out my heavy metal podcast, uh, The Metal Shop with Mike and Big Frog. Clint Beischer, anything to plug? Uh, I, I'm going to plug uh, tabletop RPGs. Uh, you should all try them. Uh, if you, In general? If you just listen to them, you're messing up. you gotta you got to get in there and play them yourself, all right? Uh, and uh, I'm starting to talk like Chip or Chet now. Uh <laughs> Everything's confusing. All right. Um, I think a little bit of my Vermont heritage is coming out, too. Uh, yeah, I, I recommend having fun. fun You're also driving good. our listeners away. Don't listen to this shit. Go play the game yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what if they play themselves? They're like, oh, man, they suck at this. You're fucking... <laughs> Y'all are listening to our podcast wrong. That's uh, <laughs> You can't appreciate it on the, on the level that you should. <laughs> You should play it just so you know how awful we are. Yeah, I just uh, didn't, didn't expect you to gatekeep right at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Fake nerds. I'm just saying, play Dungeons and Dragons. It's uh, it's fun. If you can find the right people. Damien Mercado, anything, anything to plug? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, catch me on Science Factions, a comedy science podcast. Um where we uh, educate you about science and try to make you laugh. Also, uh, catch uh, the Awful Neutral live stream every Sunday at 11 a.m. Um, on Twitch. And Jesse, I keep I keep thinking like a, like a like there's a universe where your guy became like the Mike Lindell. Like, try my paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> you, be, you went bankrupt. Absolutely. Being sued because you believed like the Mountain Dew flavor uh, the election for the whatever the next flavor of Mountain Dew was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of him going full MAGA like you know those stupid fucking liberals will tell you that my paper towels cut your anus <laughs> but it's a lie I used to have an addiction I'd chew wood until 3 in the morning 
Kill the police. Lacerations. Yeah. This just pokes your butthole. Yeah. It could hey, Joe, be that uh, electrocuting myself constantly. Just stands it down to a, a silky smooth sheen. Oh my God. <laughs> Joe, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, with all the butthole talk, I'll go with my plugs after that. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, I've been your candle master, Joe Camacho. You can find me on Twitter at Awfully Joe, or you can find me at the Awful Neutral Discord server. We did have a, have a fan ask some questions, and we got some of our um, players to answer back to that. So if more come in, we'll share them with the players and, and have them be answered by them. Uh, just keep sending them in. We'll keep interacting. Uh, thank you all for participating to my players. Thank you all for listening uh, to our listeners. And we will see you next week for maybe the conclusion of our 10 candle series. Ooh. I hope not. It's so fun. Eight candles. <laughs> Come back for eight candles. <laughs> you guys know I can juggle chainsaws, eh? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you, Bye. Joe. That was Bye, great. Bye, everybody. We're all still alive. We're all still alive. <laughs> Bye. Bye.